2: The unsurpassed, profound, and wondrous Dharma is rarely met with, even in a hundred thousand million kalpas. Now I can see and hear it, accept and maintain it. May I unfold the meaning of the Tathagata's truth. Thank you, everyone. Um, When he's ready, Taigen will introduce the speaker for today.
3: Welcome everyone. Good morning. I'm very happy to have uh, giving the talk today, Uh, Zengyu Paul Disco, my Dharma uncle, who um, was a direct disciple of Shunryu Suzuki Roshi, the founder of San Francisco Zen Center, who sent uh, Paul to Japan to study temple architecture, temple design and carpentry for five years. Um, Paul lives in Oakland and um, has designed uh, many many temples around the United States and, and uh, Europe. And I'm very happy that he's our Sado, uh, regular guest teacher here at Ancient Dragons Endgate. Gate. Um, for those who are new, I'm Tigan Leighton, the guiding Dharma teacher here. Paul, thank you very much.
4: Good morning. Um I I have been I was ordained with uh, Tension Anderson, uh Taiyan's teacher. And uh he was always the the scholar and I was always the doer. I was I was I built the temples that he led the led the processions inside the temples and lecture inside the the temples. Um And it wasn't until just the last few years that I realized that uh, the importance of actually talking about Zen, rather than doing it, Uh, I was always believed that doing it was more important than talking about it. And I've come to understand that both are necessary. So as, as, um, as, difficult as it is to say something meaningful i'm going to make an attempt here and mostly mostly we listen to to people that um think they know more than 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 we do and and we read books written by people that think they know more than we do and um and it's sometimes it's accurate and sometimes it's not and and sometimes it's very misleading and sometimes it's very insightful so I hope to uh, at least stimulate some thinking pattern here that will be uh, useful to you. The subject I want to talk about today is freedom. Uh, freedom has a very American ring to it. Um, what 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 is what? So the question is, what is freedom? So to begin with, put it in a Buddhist context, starting with the uh, the Four Noble Truths. We all know about the We all know about anybody that has studied Buddhism. As knows about the Four Noble Truths, and knows that the idea that suffering is the driving is the driving force that this is why this is why we practice. If we didn't suffer, we wouldn't practice because we would be we would we would be one with our Buddhahood. Um, and and our our suffering comes from our attachment. Our attachment to to objects, our attachment to ideas, um, our attachment to breathing, our attachment to to life itself, um, and that attachment comes from many sources. Um, we, we bring it into us when we are born. We bring it with us we our born. Everything that's gone before us has led to being who we are today. Everybody has their own karmic string that going back up to into the unknown, into into the unknown and every, so everybody is an individual in that way although people that of a common culture are often similar but everybody is everybody is very individual because their their karmic string is very individual and and you can see that when a baby when baby comes into the world and i a few years back a lot of my younger friends were getting married and having babies And i have my office wall plastered with baby pictures and What a baby looks like, but at first, the first day of its life, day or two of its life, it's quite obvious that they come from somewhere far, far away. Far more interesting about where babies come from than about where we go after we die. Um, So everybody has has this 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 weight, this weight of karmic weight on our shoulders as as we come into the world, and it could be, it could be. It could be any number of things, and any combination of things, and a vast number of things. But you could, you know, you could come from a long line of alcoholics, or you could come from a long line of college professors, or you could come from a long line of farmers, or you could come from a long line of crafts. But anyway, whatever, whatever background you, whatever background is in your karmic, your karmic, your genes, and your, and your, and your. Your spiritual karmic background is something that we all carry with us, and we all are, we all have to deal with in our lives. And we deal with it by creating a series of delusions about what it is. We make up. We make up. We make up. I. We make up answers. We make up stories about what it is, who we are, what our self is. We we start to develop the concept of self, and. Um, um, I mean, we, we, it, 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 some people are more more astute at it. Some people have a, some people have a very 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 creative, delusionary world of their self, and some people have a have or have a less less firm grip on it. But even 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 being wondering who am I, even having a loose feeling about not knowing who you are, is 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 a delusion unto itself, because you are who you are. Anyway, so the the, the third noble truth, of course, is 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 the is the salvation, is the is the is the understanding, the emancipation, and there's many many different ways that people deal with that. This is this is the area in which the sectarian the sectarian um, attitude, the sectarian uh, uh, paths divide. So, so it could be everywhere from the the, the children of Abraham, the, the Christians, the Jews, and the Arabs and the and the Muslims, or it could be the, the, the Hindu tradition, or the or the or the and the, the, the Persian tradition of, of uh, anyway. It's there's many different traditions in this world about how to how to deal with suffering. how do we understand? What the, what our what our suffering is, whether, and we and various different people make various different groups make up various different stories to deal with that, such as heaven and uh, and Atman and and Buddha. Um, but basically, it's it's all it's it's all about attachment. It's all about our the attachment to our delusions of who, of who we are. And the 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 text that speaks most clearly about that, which we spent which we spent a lot of time talking about, is again Genjo where that teaches that that um number one, we need to we need to understand who we are, and study the self, the study the Buddha ways to study the self, to get to study the self. And then and then we need to um forget the self or um anyway that or to understand that the self does, does not exist as a as a fixed entity it's i think people mislead that they think that it means that you're supposed to not have a self which is not the not what it's talking about it's not talking about it's not, not holding on to a fixed self you're of course you're going to have a self in any, in any one moment um and that self is going to be both, both, both colored by um, the, the the understanding of emptiness, which is the main, which is, the, which is the main teaching of Zen. Zen teaches teaches from from the point of view of emptiness. Um, other other sects of Buddhism and other religions teach from other points of view. But the, but what makes Zen Zen in my mind anyway is is the concept of emptiness is is is, is um, a guiding factor um, certainly certainly in Rinzai Zen as that was my experience and and in and in Suzuki Roshi's teaching emptiness was very much part of what he had to teach um, <clears throat> so the so the, the out of that emptiness under that emptiness, um, anything is possible, all things are possible. Um, because depending and, and how we know what's possible, is through our meditation, we, we through our meditation, we let all of the other delusions slip into the background or or become fuzzy, at least. And then what is appropriate in the moment comes clear. Um, uh so that that's that's our main tool for 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 under, for understanding what what is what what is what is this what is this emptiness what is this non 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 attachment to us to a to a self what what is this non self how do we discover the non self um and then this 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 especially in soto zen and especially, and especially in shin, shin Buddhism, this gets into the idea that that um emancipation or or understanding the- um, understanding emptiness comes from uh, avoiding picking and choosing. It was written in big letters on a temple wall where where I used to go for, for Sashin for twice a year in japan um <clears throat> big characters saying enlightenment is a simple matter just avoid picking and choosing but picking and choosing of course is is the hallmark of, of of suffering if you're not picking and choosing if you can avoid picking and choosing you can avoid suffering but it also leaves you with the question of what of what should you do how do you you know if you don't if you don't pick and choose you it's you're at the you're at the mercy of of the moment, of the group delusion, the the social delusion, the the uh, the social norm, um, what, what, you know, whatever, whether whether it be nationalism or 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 uh, fatalism or whatever whatever it happens to be. You 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 are at the mercy of your environment. <clears throat> um. <clears throat> And that's and in and in Japan where, where Zen became so strong, they dealt with that by by having very strict, rigid rules about what what you can and can't do. There was a very strict social order, different classes of people had different had different things they were allowed to do. And th- and, and and, uh, and other groups of, and other layers of people were allowed this this range, that range. Everybody, it was a very confusion kind of social order that was that was um, overlaid the whole culture, and it was it was very strong. So that so that the 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 understanding the understanding was that, um, well, the understanding became quite clear. down at Tassahara one time when people were stealing food out of the kitchen, I may have told this story before, of uh, stealing food out of the kitchen because it was macrobiotic and you had very... It was like all the brown rice you could eat in five minutes, kind of meal time. And so people would sneak into the kitchen at night and, and, and grab, grab food. Um, and we went to the teacher and asked him what the answer was, what to do about it. And the teacher at that time was not Suzuki, but he, Suzuki had brought in this this man from Japan that was supposed to be the, the rough tough rough tough uh, 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 head head teacher from from A H G the headquarter temple, um, named Tatsugami, and Tatsugami was like a sumo champion and a and and a no, supposed to be no nonsense. You know, he was touted as being this. But he was kind of a Japanese Archie Bunker type in many ways himself. He was a very, very culturally tied. He was very culturally tied. And his, his advice on what to do about the kitchen was to take the locks off your mind and put them on the door to lock up the food. And then you wouldn't have to worry, that you wouldn't have to be tempted by it. So, so our way in this, you know, in our Judeo Christian world, we have a tendency to put the locks on our mind, have all these strict require strict things about what do's and don'ts and what's what's socially acceptable, what's not socially acceptable, and what what's your know, violation of of God's will. And but but then leave the doors wide open, have have food and toys and fast cars and 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 sex and everything is available almost indiscriminately at the same time that that we tell people don't touch don't don't grab don't 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 buy <clears throat> so so i i at the time I thought that was quite brilliant because um because it was so un un unwestern and it, it, it cut through that western but it doesn't but it doesn't solve the problem it's just the other side of the coin the other side of the coin that there's is and then if you get into if you find yourself in a position that's reverse where you have an un a, a a a locked mind, a locked mind, in a unlocked, and an unlocked, um, and in a locked environment, you're totally you're totally in trouble. Or if you have an unlocked mind, in an unlocked environment, then it's totally libertine. There's no there's no holding back, and that's that's that could be that could be a, a great problem with Zen training, as because the Zen training cuts through cuts through that that the locked the 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 locked the locking the locking of the of the of the door and the locking of the mind both. Um, one of the classic examples of that that I experienced personally was a a friend a, a, when I was living in Japan a, a friend from the uh, the American uh, expat. Community that I got to know fairly well. And then he went into a very strict training temple at Daitokuchi and became a monk there. And he was a monk there for maybe two or three years. Very, very strict, very, very intense. And being a foreigner, being a foreigner, he was not an unwanted foreigner in many ways. He was even gotten even stricter practice. Anyway, when he came, when he, when he left, he had reached a point of of freedom and the freedom of the sense that i am talked that I'm leading up to talking about where whatever he was one with whatever that was happening. He was not, he was not the, he had, he was totally outside of picking and choosing. And on top of that, he was embraced everything. Well, he came back to the States and he came back to San Francisco in in the, you know, in the late sixties, no, the late sixties, yes, late sixties where there were no locks on anything. And so if somebody offered him food, he accepted it. And somebody offered him logic, he accepted it. Somebody offered him drugs, he accepted it. Somebody offered him sex, he accepted it. Whatever whatever came along, he, he just accepted it. And pretty soon he was a complete mess. And, and uh, I think he was institutionalized at some point. <clears throat> so freedom, freedom, that kind of freedom is not the kind of freedom that we're that we're looking for talking about <clears throat> um, the kind of freedom we're talking about is more like more like the story of of that I read in a book <laughs> many years ago, and I don't even remember I don't remember what book or when, but the concept was the concept was what I liked. Was about a tea master who was who uh, had come across a samurai that was that he, he had somehow insulted the samurai. I don't know, the details aren't important, but he had insulted he had done something to insult the samurai, trespassed on his space, and the samurai challenged him to a duel. Well, in the first place you have to understand that tea tea masters are not. Low class people, they their samurai class or higher. And so this tea master was most likely a samurai class, although not a not a swordsman, not a not a hired soldier, not a not a not a, not a, uh, a military person, but but you don't become a tea master in that in that day and age unless you are someone of, of a high rank. Anyway, he he apparently did own a sword and but he but he was not experienced in doing and using it it was the end but that was his training and he went to the the buddhist teacher and asked him what he should do and you may be may many of you may know this story but anyway the buddhist teacher said to treat him to act to act with act towards this this opponent as if he was making him a cup of tea with the same mind that he was making a cup of tea well the tea ceremony is very much, a, very much a meditative training. I don't know; some of you may have experienced it, some of you may not. But it's it's it's, it's meditation and action. It's another. It's a very it's it's a, it's a very no mind, no mind, all big mind opera, uh, operation. So he came back and with the, with his sword, met the samurai at the appointed time and treated him with the same attention as if he was making him a cup of tea. This, of course, his lack of fear, lack of his lack of fear and and, and poise impressed the, the samurai greatly and maybe, and even frightened him according to the story. And he asked to become his, his student. So this that this is the kind of freedom that, that we're that we're that we're that we're talking about um it's it's freedom from any sense of 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 a dividing of a dividing self of any sense of being uh anything more than what we are at the moment uh and the and of course the the biggest the biggest uh fear we have the biggest um uh Suffer, the biggest point of suffering is our is our attachment to being alive. Death death is death is the the ultimate the ultimate fear object. Um, it, it is no matter how no matter how we want to think about it, and how much we want to repress that understanding that is the basis the basis of our of our of our uh, our approach to 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 what we find uh, important in life is life itself. Now I'm, I'm you know I'm entering my 80th year, so death is a little bit closer, and I and and I'm beginning to become quite friendly with the concept, but but that's different than when you're in your 20s or 30s or even 40s or 50s. Um, anyway how to how to have how to how to how to deal with that that the the fear of death and the fear of death colors our whole life some some people have the theory that the that the fear of death is what drives us to to make up delusionary uh, ideas such as heaven and 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 uh, nationalities and what drives our, our sense of um, finding finding some sort of meaning in outside objects is, is our fear of death. So that even if we die, you know, the Christ lives on or, or America lives on or, or um the, the you know that, that we have we have some some hero, some hero or some object of veneration that carries on the so we're not we're not dying in vain. Um.
1: Anyway, it's the the um, the
4: the con the concept of death. The concept of death is very much, very much, um, it's understood in, in in Japanese Zen training as that's being the ultimate, the ultimate uh, state of of, of non attachment. Um, but there again you have to be the non-attachment has to also be uh, coupled with attachment it's it's um how to be how to be how to be the one side of it is is picking and no picking and choosing being a white bird in the snow being not standing out being one with your environment not not wanting to be different than your environment is the, is one side and the other, the other, <clears throat> um, the other side is not is is not not believing in anything, not not having not not having any ideas about who you are or what is right or what is wrong, or or most most importantly, not having any ideas about what's happening next. And there's been in history been famous teachers who who were didn't even accept gravity they were surprised every time the ground was there to support their foot or that they or they called out and were surprised that they were there that their name they called out their name and were surprised oh i'm here oh the ground is there to meet me so took taking nothing for granted questioning everything is the other side of being a white bird in the snow and and this this can um
1: This can be a way
4: of 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 living that is actually quite quite compatible with uh, with um, the Zen training. <clears throat> <clears throat> So the question is how do we, how do we, how do we, how do we trans, how do we, how do we uh, transit these two, these two realms of of form and emptiness. One is that one of the what, one everything is good and one or everything is 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 yes, and the other everything is no. And how do we how do we live in these two worlds, and that that is that is our question that is what we that is what we study. That is what we need to to investigate how to how to leap clear of the many
1: and the one. Thank you Thank you, Paul. If anyone has
3: responses or comments or questions for paul um You can raise your hand or you can go to the participants window. And at the bottom of that, there's a raise hand function. So uh, Emily, maybe you can help me uh, call on people. Um, So comments, questions, responses for Paul.
1: What is freedom? Kyoshin, did you have a question? Uh no, I wasn't raising my hand, but I'll ask a question. Um I think
0: you said, Paul, uh that you're entering your 80th year. You feel like you're have become more intimate with uh with the idea of of your of your dying. I wonder if you'd say a little more about that intimacy. Uh, I, I asked that question as someone who's just entered my 75th year. So <laughs> I'm, 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 I won't catch up with you, but I'm on the same
4: <laughs> <day>. <laughs> Well, I, you, if, if, if I check out before you, I think you can catch up with me. Um, but anyway, um, I find... place um that was that was important as life was about making the world a better place
3: oh um, well, i think you froze a little bit there could you say that again from the beginning
4: Yeah, okay yeah um, i i think that many of us certainly that are that are interested in studying zen have coming from a place where we were raised to we were raised to and, and, and instilled with the idea that our life should be to make the world a better place. Um, and anyway, I certainly got that message as a young, as, as a as a young person for whatever reason. And I came from a, I came from a long line, at least two or three generations of people who, who also felt the same way. And, uh, and it was kind of a burden in many ways. Uh, it colored what I'd, what decisions I made, and what, what decisions I made, uh, this, it, it, it colored what I what I put my energies into, and um, and it, it colored what what materials I I accumulated. But now, now I don't feel. Now I feel that uh, the most important thing is to get rid of everything that I own. And to and to support younger people, uh, to do the things that they want to do, and make make it possible for them to do, you know, make make room for them to do the things they want to do. Um, I'm in the process of transferring my my compound, by by physical real estate compound, to a younger generation and working making it possible for them to afford to do that. Um, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm figuring out what to do with all my books and, and, uh, um, you know, getting paring down, paring down everything. And it's a great, I, I find it very, very, a great sense of relief. It's almost like, like a freedom, a kind of freedom that you don't have to, you don't have to struggle, you don't have, you can just be alive, just to be alive is enough. And, and you don't have to like solve anybody's problems or not that I don't still listen to the news and, and, and fret about global warming and, and want to talk to people about, about how to deal with these things. And, um, but it's, it's, I don't feel the pressure. I don't feel the responsibility, I guess, to do it. I'm, I'm old enough now to like say, Hey, I don't. It's, it's the next. It's the younger generation has to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, I've graduated now, so I feel it feels very comforting. For actually, to be in a state of, of, um, of freedom from having, freedom from the responsibility of having to save the world. <laughs> I guess to put it right, to put it clearly. Thank you, Asian.
3: Question.
1: Yes, thank you for a
0: great talk. I really enjoyed and appreciated it. And um, I was just thinking, though, that even in um, refraining from picking and choosing, the, you know, that 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 decision, we've made a choice. You know, so we've made the choice to refrain from picking and choosing. And so, I was very intrigued by what you were just talking about about responsibility. And I wondered, you know, if you could say a little bit about how freedom
1: relates to responsibility.
4: Paul, you're muted. Still froze. To that, I lost you there for a minute.
0: Did I freeze?
4: You, you, you froze on my screen anyway. Okay.
0: Um, Maybe it would help if I just repeat. I appreciated your talk, and I was thinking about how in the decision to refrain from picking and choosing, we are still picking and choosing by having made that choice, but I was very intrigued by what you were saying about responsibility just now, and I wondered if you could maybe expand a little bit about how freedom and responsibility relate to each other in a world where we can't do anything perfectly.
4: Well, it, it, it appears that you you have, you are one that is taking responsibility because I see that you're inside of a house, but you have a, a, a winter clothes on, so you haven't heated your house to seventy five degrees apparently, so that you can run around as if it's summertime. Uh, so you you are you are doing your part to uh, to to help the planet, um, and I don't think there's any any contradiction in that in that in that and and because it's it's um um i don't see any contradiction in picking and choosing and 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 wanting to um wanting to help uh, wanting to help the planet um it's only if you need only if you're only if you need to do it when 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 it isn't appropriate if you if you wanted to, you know, keep your house cool and and put on warm clothes rather than heat the house and, and waste energy, and you had a family that was that was didn't agree with you about that idea, then then you would be then there would be a problem. But as long as as long as it meets all the criteria of of who you are and what, who your housemates are and and what your location is, and then it doesn't fall into the category of picking and choosing, in my mind. I don't know whether that answers your question exactly or not, but. Um,
0: so, so making an appropriate response.
4: Making an appropriate response, yes. In, in, in
0: that's, terms of responsibility, that's, I, 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 like, that's, I like
4: that. That's our, that's, that's, I think that's our, the appropriate response that comes through our, our meditation um, I think is the key to to uh, <coughs> is the key to not falling into one side or the other. Thank
1: you. I don't see
3: other hands, so I'll ask something. Thank Sanj- you. Uh, Zeng- so, um,
2: Nicholas has his hand
3: up. Oh, Nicholas. Okay, go, Nicholas, go ahead. Thank you
4: hi uh paul thanks for the talk everybody else um i I think yes elliott's poem and this line to care not to care and uh uh, i'm just wondering does that relate to your talk is that another way of saying i broke up you were broke up a little bit i couldn't hear all of what you said what about what was your question about caring? Yes, I, I, I keep I'm reminded of this T.S. Eliot poem, and the the line is to care and not to care. And yes, yes. Yeah, so that, that, that of course is that that of course is the is 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 the is the, how to how to bring that into our into every aspect of our life is what we what we practice for. So you have to you have to both care and not care uh, simultaneously. You have to be both. That that that's the, the form and emptiness. The you know that's that's the the two sides of the of of our life equation. Um. Thank you. It's it's difficult. To, it's difficult to to bring that into all as, all aspects of our life, though.
1: Right. Ruben has a question. Hi, Paul. Thank you for your talk. That's good to see you. It's good to see everybody. Hi, everybody. Um,
4: you talked about a couple weeks ago, or maybe months ago, um, <laughs> about how, uh, or I heard you saying um, this in early Tasahara finding the the yes and the no and the the both yes and no, but not talking about the neither yes and no, or I might have that reversed. And um, I was wondering if you could say more about that. Which one? About? About, <laughs> oh. uh, the, about The neither, I guess. The neither yes and no is really what intrigues me. I don't understand it at all. <laughs> well, you think? You, do you think there's a difference between both yes and no and neither yes or no? Uh, do you, do you think, see those as two different things?
3: <laughs> I, like, How can I answer I would, that?
1: <laughs> I,
4: I would suggest that, that, that it's just a, a semantic trick, and and if we get tied tied up with words um, that we, we we lose we lose track of of, of where we are. Um, I think we all know that what attachment is like, and what and and we all know what non attachment is like. Um we may it may just be a, a philosophical concept, and and we, or we may have. A personal experience of, of it in, in our lives um, it's, it goes beyond yes and no it goes beyond uh, form and emptiness there that it's 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 the the pole the poles the energy the energy the the, 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 the throbbing of the universe of pul- the pulsing throbbing of the universe but, but somehow modern science has gotten this idea that the, the big Bang just happened once but I think it's quite obvious the Big Bang has happened many times and is continuously, it's continuously. it's the 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 black hole and the and the and the universe. I mean, it's a it's the universe is a is a is a is a throbbing mass of both of both form and emptiness. And I think that I think that there's there's no there's no way to actually talk about it, but that's that, uh, is, is easy to to categorize. But that, that I think it's—I think we can say that our life, our Buddhist life, is understanding how to, how to hold both both concepts simultaneously. They say that's what intelligence is, right—to understand two sides of an argument without, without going insane. That's—that's—that's. Um, that's, that's, I think that's our practice.
3: Thank you, thank you for that. I uh, like the throbbing mass, uh, and and uh, yes, big bangs keep keep will keep on happening. But um, my qu- my question kind of goes back to what Nation was asking about uh, um, about responsibility. Uh, I, you spoke uh, uh, a lot about freedom from freedom from attachment, freedom from non attachment. Um, uh, can you say something about freedom for what is What is our freedom for what What is what What how do we uh, express our freedom?
4: Well, I think that 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 illustra- illustrating of the tea master and the, and the samurai is is uh, the the samurai used his experience of freedom in the tea ceremony to to use in in a, in a social interaction, and he was able to. To to communicate with this hostile person um, in a way that the hostile person was able to understand and accept, and and be and and to uh, to relate to, so so we we have we have as individuals we have to deal with ourselves, we have to free ourselves, and therefore we and that therefore we can free all all beings. Um, it's it's. Um, it's not something. It's not. It's not something you do to people, or you, or you give to people, or you do for people. Especially, it's something we do for ourselves, and then makes it a possible. It makes it possible for us to then communicate with somebody, with other with with our environment. Um. I I, I heard something. I was listening to to a program on the public radio this morning actually and somebody had a great quote about about empathy and empathy is this is where you acknowledge that the other person's delusions are are just as real as your own delusions and i thought that was quite quite a wonderful way of putting that um, and, and so if we are if we are are free from our if we understand that our delusions although they may be many are empty and we, we can we can um, relate to other people as if their delusions are also empty and not hold them responsible for it. Then we can talk to a Trump supporter or a, or a, or a racist cop or 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 anybody um, in a way in which they can hear us.
1: Other comments, questions, or responses. Thank you, Paul. David Ray.
2: has
1: up. Thank you so much, Paul. Um, a question back on the fear of death, or maybe maybe a two-part question: um, Does the does the fear of death drive all craving? Is it is it at the root of all all craving and and does the does the mutual fear of death um, give us a basis for for empathy and acknowledging that other people's delusions are as real as mine?
4: Uh, I don't know about the latter, but uh, anyway, I, soci- I've heard you know sociologists studies that that claim that the fear of death is what is the main driving force between the main driving force for. You know delusionary activities such as followers of hitler or or you know whatever whatever it might be or, or even are even even good even nice things like you know like like the belief in heaven um uh so i, I don't i don't have any first-hand knowledge of that i don't know whether it's, it sounds it sounds right to me but that would be that that would be a I main driving force and 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 we human beings are unique is where we can believe in things that don't exist. You know, most very few animals I think spend much time believing in things that don't exist. They live in the moment. They're totally caught by their karma. They can't escape their karma. We we have we have the ability to believe in things that don't exist. You know, such as such as the devil and such as Buddha and we could have both good and bad uh delusions about what the, what what exists in this world and we can also share them with other people and have group delusions and have, and have and have you know band band together and 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 group together and, and have crusades and wars and 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 programs and and anyway we can we can we can create um great havoc by but by by developing group group delusions um but but it's it's also it's our saving it's our saving grace and our and our uh and our and our and our and our downfall at the same time there was a tv program called true detectives i don't know any it that was quite popular a while about a few years ago and they felt the lead character in the first episode was a nihilist and he believed that because because um because we can believe, because we can believe in things that don't exist, that we are doomed, and and and, and we can't survive. But it, but in a, from a Buddha's point of view, that's our salvation. We we are able to see outs beyond our karma. We are able to believe in in Buddha nature. So um, uh, it's it's it, it works it
1: works both ways. Other questions, comments, responses
3: on any of this or questions for Paul?
1: Anyone? Well, thank you, uh, Paul.
3: This, this was a provocative and uh, uh, interesting conversation and, and presentation I really appreciate it. Um, so we'll close now. Uh, Emily will lead us in a closing chance and then there'll be announcements after that.
2: Just a moment. Um, So we'll be chanting the repentance verse three times followed by the metta sutta and the well-being dedication. All my ancient twisted karma from beginningless greed, hate, and delusion born through body, speech, and mind I now fully avow Born through body, speech, and mind, I now fully avow. Metta Sutta This is what should be accomplished by the one who is wise, who seeks the good and has obtained peace. Let one be strenuous, upright and sincere, without pride, easily contented and joyous. Let one not be submerged by the things of the world. Let one not take upon oneself the burden of riches. Let one's senses be controlled. Let one be wise but not puffed up. And let one not desire great possessions even for one's family. Let one do nothing that is mean or that the wise would reprove. May all beings be happy. May they be joyous and live in safety. All living beings, whether weak or strong, in high or middle or low realms of existence, small or great, visible or invisible, near or far, born or to be born. May all beings be happy. Let no one deceive another nor despise any being in any state. Let none by anger or hatred wish harm to another. Even as a mother, the risk of her life watches over and protects her only child. So with a boundless mind should one cherish all living things, suffusing love over the entire world, above, below, and all around without limit. So let one cultivate an infinite goodwill towards the whole world. Standing or walking, sitting or lying down, during all one's waking hours, let one practice the way with gratitude, not holding to fixed views, endowed with insight, freed from sense appetites, one who achieves the way will be freed from the duality of birth and death. may all awakened beings extend with true compassion their luminous mirror wisdom with full awareness we have chanted the metta sutta we dedicate this merit to our original ancestor in india great teacher shakyamuni buddha our first woman ancestor great teacher maha prajapati our first ancestor in china great teacher bodhidharma Our first ancestor in Japan, great teacher Ehei Dogen. Our first ancestor in America, great teacher Shogaku Shunryu. The perfect wisdom Bodhisattva Manjushri. Gratefully, we offer this virtue to all beings, all Buddhas throughout space and time. All Honored Ones, Bodhisattvas, Mahasattvas, Wisdom Beyond Wisdom, Mahaprajna Paramita.